This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. They've raised the bar on Rochester Sports Talk. You're in the Sports Bar with Danger and Battaglia on the Sports Leader, 95.7 FM and AM 950 The Fan, Rochester. You have to find ways to win. Um, and But the great thing is to play back-to-back, and we know we need to play better tonight, and we know we can play better. I thought a lot of guys didn't look like themselves the other night. And I think they'll be better. And then uh, you get to make some adjustments. And I think we, we, based on the other day, we can make a couple of adjustments that should help us. Um, you know, you got to be ready to go. And um, tonight's no different in that regard. Sabres hosting the Flyers tonight. There's head coach Don Granado. Looking forward to tonight. Looking forward to our next conversation with John Mattis. The score, NHL senior writer, joining us in the sports bar. John, you're paying attention to the NHL. You're watching a lot of hockey. Give us your quick impression of the Buffalo Sabres season up to this point. Ooh, well, first of all, thanks for having me on, guys. And I would say it's uh, par for the course in the sense that, you know, last year was kind of a mulligan year, right? Like, the vibes were so good around this team, uh, you know, you know, you had the, the relatively new coach, relatively new GM, really putting their stamp on things, and expectations were low. They exceeded them. You know, nothing but positive stories in the big picture. And then comes this season, expectations have risen. And, you know, Don Granado's got to loosen – or, sorry, tighten the screws on, on defense, and, and that has some growing pains. And they're 500 right now, which I think is kind of kind of fair – um, because I think this is the type of team that's still trying to figure out what's going on with their forward group as far as, you know, who lines up with who, who's effective with who. And last year, that kind of wasn't really on the radar. They didn't have the depth. They didn't have the versatility in their lineup. That's coming. Um, and, and you see that with, say, Tuck on one line, Skinner on one line, uh, Thompson on one line. So it's sort of uh, one of those things where, you know, good performance here, bad performance there, but kind of par for the course. And I still, you know, preseason, I thought this team will make the playoffs. I still believe that. Yeah, I, well, that's kind of the, the expectation. We haven't had this expectation, what, a decade longer than that, actually, John? It's it's kind of crazy, but after going through all that with – you see the young talent here. What, you're Kevin Adams. Are, are you letting these guys just kind of do it on their own, or are you looking – you know, for a hand uh, from the outside, because, well, 
there are continues to be these rumors about there's a certain free agent who I don't know if you knew he's from Buffalo. I mean, <laughs> sh- should the Sabres look toward Patrick Kane or are you not wanting to upset the chemistry at all here? No, I think that would be fine because when I look at their forward group, you know, Jack Quinn going out before the season, getting injured in the off season, and, and I believe he's not coming back till late December. That that was a you know a bigger blow than you would think, given uh, that they do have some firepower up front. Because you know, you know Benson slides in and he looks pretty good, uh, but then he gets hurt, and then now they're they're scrambling a little bit. Uh, I just think their wings are a little. Um, depleted, and I think that they could use a Patrick Kane. Mind you, it's it's got to be the right fit in terms of um, you know what he looks like. If they can get eyes on him, you know, aside from what what his agency is putting out in in a, in a video, I video, and if they can kind of figure out, okay, is it the Kane of last year? How does he look after surgery, or is it is it the Kane of you know old, or at least ninety uh, percent of the Kane of old? Because it's kind of too much to ask. For the cane of old, I think there's a fit there, and you know what? Like Kevin Adams uh, left a lot on the table in the off season, in a sense, where they've got what 7.5 million in cap space right now. He could have went nuts. He's been pretty, um, pretty patient here. Uh, just added pieces along the way. You know, Connor Clifton on defense, Jordan Greenway at last year's deadline. You know, Eric Johnson. I think they've been pretty strategic, um, but it's also setting himself up. He's setting himself up. Um, to finally make a, a splash at the deadline, or in in the case of Kane, bringing a guy in mid season off of free agency. Mind you, Kane will have other suitors, and he kind of has a you know a, the leverage, for lack of a better word, here uh, as far as if there's multiple teams looking at him, he he can pick which whichever one he wants. So we'll see. I wouldn't say that that Kane is like the only guy that they should pursue. I think that this is the year to actually start spending draft capital and prospects versus previous years. It was like, okay, it's maybe too soon because you're just going to stunt the rebuild. But now I think it's, it's actually time not to go crazy, but you know, if, if they're in a good spot near the deadline, absolutely. They should be buyers. John Mattis is the NHL senior writer at the score joining us in the sports bar, danger and Bataglia talking some Sabres hockey, talking some NHL hockey. And John, one of the things that, that Gene and I were discussing uh, before you came on is the Sabres goaltending situation. They're carrying three, Eric Comrie, Uka Pekka Lukanen, Devin Levi. Uh, Levi was great at the end of last season, a little shaky to start this season. UPL has been fantastic. Comrie is hurt. Play this out for us, because I, I tend to believe that in today's NHL, you don't necessarily need to have one guy be the guy between the pipes, and that we've seen time and time again, especially when we get in the postseason, if a goalie gets hot, you can ride that wave, and maybe the, just maybe the Sabres have two in Levi and UPL. What's your thought on their goaltending situation? Well, this kind of relates back to what I was saying about Adams taking his foot off the pedal in the offseason, where... You know, everyone and their their uncle were saying, look at this goaltending situation. Sure, Levi's got this great potential, but there's no veteran support there. And Comrie is, is a bit of a tweener goalie in terms of, you know, never really solidifying a spot as a, as a true backup over the years, you know, being through waivers a bunch of times. And then UPL, a lot of false starts there. And, and, and it's almost like there's been more hype than, than uh, substance from him. So... It, it, you know, coming in the season, you go, if the Sabres are going to make the playoffs, there sure is a lot riding on these young goalies. And I still think that is the case. Um, but I think that we got to give Levi some time here as far as, 
last season going so well and then this season starting more on the, the poor side of things, uh, especially considering he, he's run into an injury issue here. So obviously props to UPL for stepping in and, and providing a, a Band-Aid solution, but I think this is Levi's net. And if UPL can be um, a, a 1B that's reliable, that'll help. And honestly, like team defense was an issue last year. It wasn't on the goalies entirely. And I think – you know, Granado has, has moved from, okay, we're this free-flowing, you know, rush, rush, rush team to sure we want to rush the puck still, sure we want to be more offensive than defensive, but we got to close that gap a little bit. And I think we're seeing that a little bit. You can see it in their underlying numbers. You can see it in, in the micro stats, you know, rush chances for or against, you know, cycle chances for or against. Like it's, they're becoming closer to uh, uh, not, not a defensive team, but a team that's closer to maybe 60 offense, 40 defense, whereas last year was, you know, whatever, 80-20. The, the, the care for the defensive zone was uh, virtually non-existent in some games. Yeah, it, it, we have this conversation a lot here. Uh, John Mattis from the scores, our guest. If the Sabres are going to get to the postseason, well, it means somebody would have to come out from last year. Look, uh, uh, not Toronto. Maybe town. Who would be that team that, that you could target and say, okay, this is a team in decline in the East, John? Well, I mean, it was Boston coming in the season, but uh, they've shown us uh, yeah. us all on the outside that we have no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> so, you know, unless they go through some sort of crazy tailspin here, they're they're already on a great path for a playoff spot. Detroit's look good. I'm not totally convinced on them as far as you know, uh, penciling them or them into a playoff spot at this point. But they put themselves in a good position. Toronto's going to make it. One of Florida and Tampa should make it. Um, so it's as expected in a lot of ways, it's going to be difficult. Um, but maybe a team or two in the, in the other, uh, division in the Metro, um, could tail off. I mean, I think New Jersey is going to be in, uh, you know, the Islanders, I don't think, uh, you know, uh, Pittsburgh, yeah, we'll see. Um, I think we, we got to give them a little more runway with, with their new additions, Washington, they're out, um, New York Rangers, probably in um you start going down the list and it's like it's one of those things where it's going to be a dogfight for the sabers it's going to be tight but i think that when i when i look at it from preseason to whatever we are 10 games in now i don't think my opinions change drastically i think that the sabers are still of the upper hand as far as those teams kind of battling for for wild card spots i want to look around the rest of the nhl as well and we talk about who might have to fall in the east for the sabers to get in but there's a team out west that now i'm just fascinated now i'm I'm morbid curiosity is getting the best of me john are the san jose sharks ever going to win a game oh god yeah what are they they're oh nine and one currently right i mean it, it's always great when uh when uh the manager of their social media is uh is is you know kind of uh crapping on the team uh, themselves <laughs> like you know I always find that humorous because like in a way you're like oh I feel bad for this guy trying to pump up the the worst team in the league but I mean they're they're tanking for Celebrini like this this kind of lines up with what they're they're putting out there the product that that they have on paper mind you you think they'd have one two wins by now and the the, the scores have been so lopsided and it's not like you can point to, you know, their expected goals and go, ah, oh, this is going to turn around. It's like, no, there's zero positive so far. <laughs> and it's, it's really quite, quite uh, fascinating because last year, the Anaheim Ducks were atrocious defensively. 
by the numbers, the worst defensive team of the analytics era. That goes back to 2007. And I'm sure if we had more data, they would have been the worst, you know, maybe in, in, in this century. They were that bad. And then we see San Jose come around this year, and it, it honestly looks worse. So it's really quite something. And, um, it, you know, Mike Greer is, is, I guess, in a way, doing it the right way. I mean, is anyone showing up to their games? No, they've got terrible attendance numbers right now. Um, but Hey, if you want to get elite talent, which the, the San Jose Sharks need, all they have pretty much right now, as far as that is, is Will Smith, who they just drafted in the fourth overall last, um, last draft. If they, if they want more Will Smith, they, they gotta go down this road. Unfortunately, this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. John Manis, our guest from The Score. Um, John, you wrote recently about somebody that we certainly know, uh, both as a head coach in Buffalo and as an executive of the Rochester Americans, Ted Nolan. And it kind of brought me back a little bit because, wow, that was a fun era. But, boy, a lot of questions about Nolan's departure and, you know, just, just kind of you know where we were in the world at that point. How is Ted today? I mean, is, is he kind of comfortable with where he is in life? I think so. Um, well, the first thing I'd say is that he uh, was diagnosed with blood cancer, a, a form of blood cancer. I can't, I can't remember the exact name off the top of my head. Um, back, I want to say in March, um, and he's feeling better now. He's gone through chemo, like he's he's healthy enough right now, and, and kind of on the other side of it. So that's good to know. But obviously, that took precedent. Um, he's, you know, he, he had this book that that came out, and he was he had been asked to write one over the years. There was sort of, you know, the idea. Okay, I, I've had a lot go on in my life, a lot of uh, you know layers to my story, a lot of controversy that has been maybe left unsaid in some ways by by him. Um, and he was reluctant for a long time, but he decided I'm going to put pen to the paper after, uh, the, the killing of George Floyd and, and, and the black lives matter movement, because he thought, Hey, I'm seeing how, uh, people are talking about the, the plight of, of black people in America. Um, and I, and I want to do that for, for, uh, indigenous people in Canada. And, and he just got, I guess he got inspired by that and, and that movement and, and that kind of got the ball rolling and yeah, his book's pretty interesting. I mean, there, he goes down a lot of different uh, alleyways, a lot of ro- roads as far as, uh, you know, his time in Buffalo and, and, you know, reading it, I was, I, I still had some, some questions as far as what happened between him and, and Hasek 
and and where things broke down. Famously, obviously that that injury in the playoffs that was, um, you know, clouded with mystery. I would say after reading the book, I don't have a ton of clarity as far as Nolan's perspective on it. It, it almost seemed like he um, he's still kind of playing the card of I'm not quite sure what was going on in, in Dominic's head, kind of thing. Um, and and maybe you know that 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 shows that maybe he didn't uh, he wasn't communicating with his goalie well enough, and that's that's um, a problem. But no, it's a good book, and and you know he's he's the type of guy that that still wants to continue coaching, uh, health permitting, and is still watching a ton of hockey. So. Um, yeah, Ted Nolan that brings back memories of, uh, I'm sure, an interesting time in, in Sabres land. We uh, spent a lot of time this week after uh, the tragic event uh, of Adam Johnson dying after he got the skate cut to his neck. I'm curious as to the NHL's reaction, what they've done this week. I know that, that there's been kind of a more of a demand for neck guards. Do you think the NHL steps up and, and says and makes that mandatory? What you know, I'm sure that there's a lot of uh, in the CBA, and they would have to really like renegotiate that. But overall, just the the, the tragedy that happened, and, and how are how are the league and how are the the players reacting to this news? Yeah, first of all, terrible incident out in England, and it you know, on one hand, you go, it's great to see people take action after such a tragic event but on the other hand you're like why didn't we have this before there's sort of that like that second part of the story um but it's better than ignoring it right so here we are and you're right with the cba like this needs to be the nhl head office gary bettman bill daly and all their people and the nhlpa marty walsh and all his people coming together and figuring out um common ground because you know, this is a piece of equipment. Like, as much as it's a great safety measure, and I 100% support them making it mandatory, it's still a negotiation. It's still, you know, I'm sure there's guys in the league that are like, I don't want to be forced to wear this. In the same way that Pride Tape became such a big deal, right? Yeah. Where there's a handful of people, or Pride jerseys too, handful of people that say, hey, I don't want to do this, and it's making me feel awkward having to do this. Um, and, and all of a sudden, it becomes you know, a blanket, no, we're not doing this anymore. Um, so that's always the complication with, with stuff regarding the whole league. And especially from the players association, it's difficult because they're, they're, they're representing every single player uh, in the NHL. So um, I would assume though, given uh, the amount of players across the league that have shown their support that are starting to wear neck guards, uh, the fact that other leagues, I know the WHL has, has stepped up over out in Western Canada, the junior league there, and said this is now mandatory. It was it was very decisive and, and quick. I think it's going to happen with the NHL. I just think it's more complicated. It has more um, a bureaucracy, for lack of a better term, uh, involved. So I don't know about you guys, but it, it seems like a no brainer uh, as far as hey, this is this is something that can save lives. Let's not have an incident an, an incident such a tragic passing happen on, under our watch. But you know, there's lawyers that run the league, and there's a union. Uh, that they that they negotiate with, so that's kind of where we're at. Yeah, it, there's another whole angle to this, and just just so you know the background here, because for the show, I I looked at the hit. Mike Danger did not, and anybody that did not want to look at the hit, I I I understand. You don't want to look at it. Um, 
the, the player involved here, Matt Petgrave, and I'm going to describe this with the disclaimer. The disclaimer being it's one angle, and you sometimes see another angle like, well, that, that looks a little different. But from this angle that they show, it's almost like he's raising his his leg to prevent Adam Johnson from coming into the zone the way it kind of looks like. No, your, your skate shouldn't come off that high off the ice, which now this is causing an investigation. And now we've had our instances like this in, in the sport. Um, McSorley, for instance, uh, with Brashear, you can point to other things. So I guess the debate here is, uh, John, where is the line when it comes to these sort of things that, uh, you know, should you know the authorities get involved in a situation like this? I mean, I guess it's fair. Like people want justice, right? Um, and there is someone who, delivered that uh not check but whatever whatever you want to call it um delivered that cut um it's it, i think it's fair to investigate i think it's like totally an innocent until proven guilty which obviously everything should be but more so here where it's could you imagine someone thinking they want to slice someone open or, or use their skate as a weapon i think that's just that's crazy talk uh, is it is it unfathomable no but i think you know, 99.9% of the people in the world would never even think of doing that. So I think it's, I think it's fair. And, and you bring up, you know, Mar- Marty McSorley and, and some of the other, you know, Todd Bertuzzi. And there's a lot of incidents over the year in the N- years in the NHL where you go, this clearly crossed the line and is now in, in the courts. Um, and I get why this is also uh, in that conversation. So um, yeah, the, the the video, you know, doesn't look great from certain angles, but I just I, I I find it so hard to believe that that someone would 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 do that on purpose. So I'm I'm kind of pleading, uh, not not the fifth. Uh, that's the wrong way to put it, but I'm kind of of, of the mind that like uh, it just seems too wild that someone would do that. That I'm I'm ready to say this guy's. Uh, this guy's innocent. John, I uh, am enjoying this so much, our time together, and I could sit here and talk hockey with you all afternoon long, and we're up against it. I wanted to make sure you had time to let our audience know where they can get more of your work. Man, it's been great talking hockey with you here in the sports bar. Well, sure, yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it again. Um, yeah, I guess the easiest way would be to follow me on Twitter. Uh, it's MattisJohn, M-A-T-I-S-Z, or Z in the States, <laughs> and uh, J-O-H-N. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, writing about the NHL full time for the score, uh, hopping around the league, writing about various different teams. And I'm in Buffalo fairly often because I live uh, just across the border. So uh, some Sabres content in there, too. Well, listen, do you ever come over our way? Look us up here, bud. You know, we had <laughs> <laughs> come in for an Amherst yeah, game. Exactly. There you go. There you go. Yeah, uh, that, that's not a bad idea, actually. All right, John, appreciate the time, man. Let's talk again soon. Okay, thanks, guys. Enjoy your weekend. John Mattis, he is the NHL senior writer for The Score. Really good hockey stuff there from uh, John. Great NHL insight and good Sabres insight as well. Yeah, well, I mean, he's this is still Levi's nut. That's the take. I'm thinking that UPL is, you know, putting his flag and saying this could be mine here, but... Levi still has more of the upside. Feels like it, and the, but I do love what I love about UPL is the thing that Levi can't do anything about, and that's UPL size. Yeah, he's just got that size. Levi's nice, and and he might be more skilled when it's all said and done, the better goalie. But the size of UPL is, you know, if he's got that under control, and he's he's looked good. Uh, we'll see uh, more Sabers hockey tonight. You'll be able to hear Sabers Flyers. On CMF tonight, we have Amherst Hockey as uh, Utica is at Blue Cross Arena. Puck drop just after 7 o'clock. Don Stevens will be by with the call here on the fan Rochester. 
All right, we're going to get to some takes on tap next in the sports bar with Danger and Battaglia. <laughs> All right, so if, if there's one athlete, one, and a lot of people would have said, oh, Tom Brady. Like, who is the athlete you want nothing to do with? Well, Tom Brady doesn't qualify anymore, in my opinion, because, well, he's not playing anymore. But everybody that's playing in sport today, who's the one guy you would want to vote off? I have my opinion on that. And also, uh, my thoughts on DeMar Hamlin and what they should actually do coming up Sunday night. Just like, you know, actually, we all know this is going to happen. Just do it Sunday night and get it over with. Uh, I'm going to utter words I didn't think I would ever say. Aaron Rodgers was right. About what? I'll explain. (laughs) Oh, I don't want to hear he was right. I will give you two stat lines as well. Uh, Records. One coach versus another coach. Coach A, Coach B. And let you decide which coach has more going for him in his in his role. Uh, we'll get to that as well here in the sports bar. I'll drink to that is on the way next. Some takes on tap. And Bart Winkler from CBS Sports Radio joins us from Milwaukee here in about a half hour or so. Stand by. Stay in the sports bar. Danger and Bataglia, 95.7 FM and AM 950. The Fan, Rochester. Odyssey has sports for every fan. Keep up with your favorite teams from across the country and get the inside scoop from experts. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Odyssey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.